Follow the healing journey of a female full-time traveler going through a spiritual awakening. We'll talk about facing the fears of walking away from a life that no longer serves you, healing from codependency, people-pleasing, and toxic relationships, as well as the trials, tribulations, and triumphs of living life on the road. If you feel stuck in a life you don't want, this podcast is for you. Hello, welcome back to the Empowerment and Sunshine podcast. Thank you all for joining as usual. If you're watching on YouTube, you notice my background is still the same. I am still in Lake Tahoe, still staying with my friends here. I'll be here for about another week um, and then going to be moving on, traveling through Southern California, going back to Arizona for a little bit to see some family. Um, and then I'll be in Texas. I'm actually going to be working on a farm in Texas through the WOOF program, which I've talked about in the past. W-W-O-O-F. They allow you to um, go spend time on farms and learn and help people to grow food and raise animals. Um, and they give you a place to stay. So in this case, they're giving me a place to park my RV, allowing me to bring my dogs with me. Um, so I'm really, really looking forward to to that stay and that um, is coming up in November. Um, but now it is early October. And like I said, still in Lake Tahoe. And um, yeah, happy to be here. Happy to be talking to you all again. And today what I want to talk about is my spiritual awakening, um, which, you know, it's really crazy. <laughs> That's the only way I can describe it. Um, it's something that I can still can't believe that I'm experiencing, that I have been experiencing. It started about two years ago and has really been evolving, um, has been turning into something that I never expected. Um, and so I kind of want to take some time on this podcast to talk about where it started and where I am now. Um, because honestly, if you knew me two years ago, I did not have faith. I was what I guess you would call an atheist. I had no belief. I actually believed there was no God, um, that, you know, people kind of made up religion and made up having a God to have something to believe in, to make them kind of feel better about life, to make them feel better about death. Um, but I never had faith or belief of my own. Um, and it's not that I was raised that way. My parents both have faith in God. Um, it just is something that I didn't resonate with as I was growing up. It didn't stick. I didn't kind of really understand. Um, it all seemed like made up fallacy to me. Um, it sounded like, like I said, kind of things that made people feel better. So stories that they told themselves. Um, but my understanding of it now is entirely different. And my life now is entirely different because of the belief and the faith that I have. Um, so I think we'll start back two years ago. Um, it was October. It was the month that I left my husband in 2021. Um, and I, that's when I left my husband. And then it really was November, I guess, a um, couple weeks after leaving him when his father passed away that um, things started to occur that I couldn't explain. 
Um, I was, I think I believe I talked about this on a previous episode, but I'll reiterate. I was down spending time with my ex's stepmother who had just lost her husband, who was very, you know, distraught, of course. Um, It was unexpected. It was a very, very hard time. And also I had just left my husband. I had just left home um, two weeks before that. So it was a lot of um, turmoil. Uh, for everyone, for my ex-husband, for his stepmother, for myself, for the entire family. It was a really, really hard time. Um, And I really just kind of went there. I said, I'm just going to go and be there and do whatever I can to be there emotionally, um, help her out with figuring out the finances, all the things that she has to figure out on her own now that her husband is no longer there. And while I was there, I started to get these um, feelings in my body and my soul that I just couldn't explain. I didn't know where they were coming from. Um, One example is I had stayed about two weeks down there after he passed to really help out with with getting my ex's stepmom back kind of just back up um, and running, helping her figure out, you know, all the phone calls she had to make, all the arrangements, et cetera, and just being there with her. And one of the things we were figuring out was... um, was financially um, re- financial related. And while I was sleeping, um, a, a number came in my mind. I don't want to explain all of the details because I don't want to give more information than is necessary. But while I was in mid-sleep, a number came in my mind and I woke up and thought, that's it. That's what he was doing with that money. And I, when I explained it to um, my ex's stepmother the next morning, she was like, oh my gosh, exactly, that's it. And I have no reason why this would have come to me, this number in my mind. Um, I have no reason why it would have come together. I mean, I I wasn't even really putting much thought into it. It was like it was just placed there and said, here it is. Here's the gift for you. Um, So that was just strange. Um, But, you know, I kind of wrote it off as coincidence, like, well, that's just weird. Um, And then in spending time with my... um, with being there with my stepmother-in-law um, and just spending time with her, it just felt like I was not in control of anything. It just felt like the world was whirling around me and I was trying to control things. I was trying to like make sure that everyone was happy, everything was good and kosher, but like I just felt like everything was happening without my control and it just felt like it was being orchestrated. Um, and it was all working out so perfectly like people were where they needed to be when they needed to be there everyone was kind of in the right state of mind um and i had this great rapport going on with my my um stepmother-in-law just everything was falling just so perfectly into place and it felt divine um and i had this feeling come over me and i i said to my um my ex-mother-in-law I said, I'm having these feelings. I don't know what this is. And, you know, I think, I think it's God. And it just came to me that like, I think there's something happening here that, that I'm not in control of. Things are being orchestrated around me. And she's a very religious person. She has very strong faith. And she a hundred percent, you know, confirmed everything I was feeling was God. And, um, I truly believed that. And I, I felt it in my soul. I just knew that that's what it was. Um, and that God was with me. Um, and then, uh, the last couple days there, I decided to go to the beach by myself and just kind of sit, look at the ocean, be in the moment and clear my head. Cause I was going through a lot emotionally myself. 
And I sat there and thought to myself, I need to get away. I need to get away. At that time, I had left my ex. Like I said, I was living with my parents. Now I have been two weeks down there in, in um, South Carolina um, trying to deal with all of this with um, the death of my father-in-law. And I just felt like I was losing my mind a little bit. And I was like, I just need to get away. And I thought to myself immediately, I can't do that. It's Thanksgiving time. I can't go away and not be with my family for Thanksgiving weekend. I can't leave her here now, you know, in the situation that she's in. Um, but I just kept getting the call. Like, no, you have to take care of yourself. Get away. Go do what you have to do for yourself. And I, I allowed that to stay on the surface. And I allowed it, allowed myself to make that decision to do that for myself and book a vacation a little weekend away by myself for Thanksgiving weekend, something I would never, ever do. I would always put my family first and be with my family, especially in this circumstance with what's going on. There's been a death in the family. I have to be with my family. But what kept rising to the top was go take care of yourself, go get away, be by yourself. And I just did it. I booked the weekend and I did it. And um, the day before Thanksgiving, I left and I went to this little cabin in Virginia. And it was so, so perfect. I just took my dog with me. It was just me and George at the time. And we had the most magical, beautiful weekend in this cabin on a farm in the middle of Virginia, um, actually really close to... Um, uh, to Skyline Drive, uh, which goes through Shenandoah National Park. And it was just so gorgeous. The area was so gorgeous. I was in, I felt like I just found the perfect place for me. There was perfect restaurants. There was um, just farms everywhere. Everything was farm to table. It just felt like I was, it was medicine for my soul. It was exactly what I needed. And I don't even know where the thought came from. It just popped into my mind and I pursued it. Again, I know this sounds, you know, it could be anything, but to me, that was from God. And I had exactly the soul medicine that I needed, the cleansing that I needed that weekend. I spent four days just completely by myself, and it was just so magical. And the, the weather was perfect. Everything just worked out exactly how it was supposed to. And um, from that moment on, I just started to allow faith to happen. I said, okay, be open-minded, open your mind and just see what happens if you just believe. You believe there's a higher power. There's something bigger. There's something outside of me that just, that I don't have to control everything. I can surrender to this higher power and see where it leads me, allow it to guide me. Um, super scary in the very beginning at this point. And I was very resistant, very resistant. But I kept getting these reminders and this like callings like all the time, all the time. So this was a big one. That trip that I, that I took to Virginia to be in that cabin was a big one. And then um, what happened was I just kind of continued to open my mind to start talking about spirituality. Whenever I mentioned the fact that I'm starting to have faith, I would just break out in tears. And I'm like, what is happening to me? I, it was just very confusing. I didn't really have anyone I could talk to about it. I seem to be honest to this day, I have very few people that I can talk to about it who truly resonate and understand and believe what, what happened to me. 
Um, but it's so, so real. Um, so it continued. It continued. So this again was no Thanksgiving, so end of November. Um, and then on January 4th of 2022, I awoke out of my sleep. I'm at my parents' house. Awoke out of my sleep and I looked directly at the clock, first thing I did, and it said 4.22 a.m. And I realized in that moment that it was, the date was 1-4-22, and it was 4.22. So I was just immediately, I was like, that number means something. And then I felt throughout my entire body, from the tip of my head to the tips of my toes, this vibration. It was like, almost like having the chills, like, the whole, my whole body was just vibrating and coursing with energy. It almost felt like I had like a fever because everything was just like this strange internal like vibration that I couldn't explain and that I was getting warm and I'm like, what is this? Like I, I just had never felt that feeling ever in my life. And I just sat there with it. I'm in bed and I'm rolling around in bed and my dog is there next to me and I'm just like, what is happening? And I, I, I couldn't explain it, but I felt so good. It wasn't scary. It was like I was getting like this hug, like this just hug from something I didn't even, I don't know. I, there's no other words to use except it was just this vibration, like intense. And it went on, I want to say for about like 20 minutes. And it was, again, I was scared a little bit. I was like, I wasn't scared. I, I knew it wasn't anything bad. I, I was just, it was unknown. It was unknown. I shouldn't say it was scary. It was unknown. And it was just crazy. But I did get in my mind um, a message that said, call Jenna. Jenna um, at the time was my tenant living in my house in Tom's River in New Jersey. And um she was a very spiritual person. She is a very spiritual person. And she's at that time, she popped in my head. And the, this voice in my head said, call Jenna. She will explain this to you. So I waited. Obviously, it's 4 o'clock in the morning. But later on in the morning, around 10, I gave her a call. And I explained to her what occurred. And it's like she immediately knew what I went through. And she said, happy birthday. You've had a spiritual awakening. It was a physical, spiritual awakening. Um, and it's like you've been reborn. And it, I was just like, wow, okay. And I it be full belief in that is what occurred to me because there was no other explanation. I haven't felt anything like that since. And it was intense and it was real and I experienced it. And it was amazing. It was amazing. Um, and that number 422, uh, turns out, was actually the day that her father passed away when she was a little girl. I'm sorry. It was his birthday. He passed away when she was a little girl. 422 was his birthday. And it had been her her number, her angelic number for her whole life. So it was really a kind of this connection now between us where I had my spiritual awakening. This number 422 was obviously super important. I got this calling to call Jenna and that ended up being her angelic number. So that's this is when numbers started to become a part of my spiritual journey. Um, and that was just so, so powerful and having her validate that I had a spiritual awakening. So I, I consider that like kind of the moment where my physical spiritual awakening, I don't know if something came into my body at that moment. I have no clue how to really describe it, but I was already going through a, a, a spiritual awakening. 
um, when that physical experience occurred. So it was just another step on my journey and another validating point on my journey. Um, and at this time now, I was in the middle of all of my changes. I was, um, I had just bought my RV. I knew I was going to move into it and live in it full time. I um, had given my notice to my pharmaceutical job. I was um, getting my job in the tech industry with Booksy, ready to take my fully remote position and just, you know, getting everything ready to hit the road. It was a very, very busy time, but it was just that another reminder that you're doing the right thing, stay on the right track you know, God is with you, God is guiding you. And I allowed that to just say, okay, keep going, keep going. And it just felt so good. And then um, what happened from that point on was I kept seeing the number um, 22. Um, so it wasn't always 422. 422 does come up for me in very um, important moments in my life. Um, but uh, the number 22 is just everywhere everywhere. And at this point, I started to see it, I mean, multiple times a day, sometimes 10 plus times a day, just randomly, the number 22. It would be on someone's t-shirt. It would be, um, you know, said on in a conversation. It would be on a street sign. It just, and I'm not looking for it. It just kind of popped in my, my, my eyes, like again and again and again and again. And I really take that as my reminder that I'm on the right track. Um, and it has continued to be that guidance for me. In the most magical moments of my life, there's always 22 related. Like the farm where I got Buddy, my dog Buddy, it was a 22-acre farm. Um, I hear stories of these people that I meet that have been married for 22 years or their son is 22 years old or, um, you know, just always something where that 22 comes up again and again and again. Um, and that's my my daily reminder that I'm on the right track. Um, and it just kind of brings a smile to my face and reminds me that God is with me. Um, so to explain a little bit more about how I view God, because that began as so it still is very vague to me, but it began as just a feeling and then started to evolve. Um, and then when I went to do ayahuasca in um, February of 22, it's all very compact time period. Um, but February of 22 is when I went and did ayahuasca for the first time, which I did talk about in a previous episode. And that was basically, I feel like when everything came together for me. Mother Aya really explained to me how we are all one. We are all connected. God is a part of every single one of us. Um, he's our creator, um, but he's in us and we can tune into God. We are not separate from God. Um, I think that's the, the thing that pulls us away from being able to be guided by God and being open and allowing faith into our hearts is the belief that we're separate. Um, and then that's when the ego takes over and we have, you know, this description of who we are and what we do. And all of those things pull us further and further away from where we started, which was with God, our creator. When you think about it, when you're, when you're born, you don't have any of these separate identities. You're just a baby. You know, you're just a little baby that over time you start to define who you are and all of those little definitions that we come up with, like our titles that we give ourselves. I am, you know, a, a people pleaser. I am a pharmaceutical rep. I am a woman. You know, all these things we identify ourselves, all these different things. And then we are forgetting that we are one with every single thing. We are divine. And we are here for a purpose. 
Um, where I'm at now is kind of like, okay, how do I fulfill my purpose? Um, I've gotten many messages, many callings, many things that are telling me that I'm meant to share my love and my light with as many people as far and wide as I can. Part of why I'm doing this podcast, part of why I'm telling this story is to to share that, to open people's eyes to the possibility of faith, of a different life, of being able to live differently, get out of the rat race and um, tune into your faith. And that's really what has helped me to become my authentic self is being able to tune in and remember who I am, where I came from, and why am I here? And that is my every day I'm devoted to that purpose now. I'm reading all the time. I am now meditating, um, which is something I always thought was I can never meditate. I can never quiet my mind down to sit down and do that. It takes practice. And now I'm doing it every single day. Um, I listen to certain music that that soothes my soul and puts me in a quiet, happy place. Um, I've made the changes in my life to minimize distractions. You know, um, I've put myself in a position where I can focus on this with the majority of my time or I try to. Um, I try to focus on my connection to God and and following his guidance. And every day I wake up grateful, grateful to be here, grateful to have the opportunity to share my love and light, grateful to, to experience this life, to experience this beautiful world that we live in. And I intend to get the absolute most out of every single day of this life. It's just the most beautiful feeling. And it's all because I have woken up. I have had this awakening and realized that I'm so much more than just this body. I am a spirit. I have the Holy Spirit inside of me and I can tune into that and allow it to guide me. I can allow myself to surrender. That's the biggest thing is allowing yourself to surrender to a higher power, to a higher guidance, realizing that you cannot control every little thing and you're not meant to. We are trying so hard to be these control freaks and control every detail. And all that does is pull us further away from where we started, pulls further away from God, pulls further away from our true purpose, where if we just open up, surrender and live in our heart space and allow God in, we will be led exactly where we're meant to be. And just saying these words, I sometimes hear myself from an outside perspective and I'm like, man, I cannot even believe these words are coming out of my mouth. Because again, two years ago, I had no faith and now I live my life in full faith and I feel so much better because I am coming home to me. I'm coming home to my authentic self and I'm able to truly be in my body, in my mind, in my soul and feel it with my heart. I go into my heart space as much as I possibly can. Um, uh, tons of books that I've read throughout the past couple of years that I will list out that helped me to gain this understanding and to fully surrender to to my higher power. Um, it's just kind of the books really helped me because they put things in a different perspective. They gave me a lot of knowledge. They gave me different points of view um, that I resonate with and that I hold in my heart. So I will definitely list those out for you for anyone that wants to kind of start on this, even if you don't have an obvious awakening where there's obviously these crazy things happening to you that you can't explain. 
starting by reading these books, maybe something will open up in you. If you just start with an open mind, that's where it starts. Opening up your mind and allowing something new, allowing yourself to just be open and just be and accept whatever might come your way, whatever feelings you have, whatever emotions come up, being very, very aware of that. And journaling, I always come back to journaling, journal about it, talk to yourself, sit with yourself, meditate on the things that come up for you. Um, and they, that's how the answers come. Whatever you're reading in your, in your books, what resonates with you, sit with it. So I'll list out a few books. Um, I also am going to do a separate episode, um, probably the next one or maybe in two episodes, um, where I talk about what I do on a daily basis now, what my daily practices are, because they have evolved tremendously. I didn't really have, um, besides going to the gym, you know, and kind of taking care of my body, I didn't have practices to connect with my soul to connect with God. And now I do every day. Um, I read the Bible every day. Um, that is something that I'm doing because I want to, I want to understand, um, the Christian religion. I want to understand Jesus. I want to understand all these teachings that are, you know, coming up all the time through different spiritual outlets. You know, what do they mean? How does the Bible resonate with me? I'm not reading it for it to be my, um, my manual for life. You know, I'm not reading it saying I'm going to believe every single word that I read in this book. I'm reading it to gain an understanding. I'm also reading um, something called A Course in Miracles, which I had heard about a long time ago. Didn't really feel like I was ready to crack into it. Um, but now I feel very ready and I'm really resonating with what I'm reading in that, um, which is, um, it's it's very interesting, something you can look into and something I may talk about on, a, on another episode. But um truly resonating with, with what's in that book and is helping me to kind of further understand spirituality and um, f I feel like taking me closer to God. So yeah, that's um, kind of the story of my spiritual awakening and where I am now and what my beliefs are. Um, I truly believe that we are all connected. We all have this ability to feel each other, to connect with each other if we open our hearts and really tune into that. Um, it's, I'm seeing the world in a whole new light and I just wish everyone could see the world this way. Um, cause it's absolutely glorious. It's so much different than how it used to be. And it's right there. It's inside of all of us. We just have to tune into it again. It's just opening your mind, opening your heart, letting go of the resistance, all that ego that we've built up saying like, you know, I had lots of ego built up. I, I did not agree with any religion. I did not agree with a higher power. Um, religion is still something I'm working my way through. I think that there's some issues with, you know, traditional religions, but spirituality and belief in God is a, is a whole different thing that I am so glad that I, I opened myself up to. And I, I do hope that, um, that you listening, if you don't have any belief right now that you're just open to at least maybe cracking some of these books that I'm going to recommend in the description, that you're open to um, just seeing things differently. Maybe, maybe there's something more that you're not aware of. And it's all about awareness. That's what it comes down to. Because again, this was all, it's all here. It's all been here all along. It's just opening our awareness to it and allowing ourselves to embody it. Um, so I have a lot more to learn. I think I'll be learning for the rest of my life. Um, but I am so grateful. Again, it's all about gratitude for me. I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful to be able to share this message, this story with you. 
Um, and it's my personal journey. Every single person has a different journey, a different path in life. Um, but my journey has led me to wanting to reconnect with our creator, wanting to reconnect with myself, wanting to be authentic and be honest and be real and not hide behind my ego, not hide behind all the masks that I've put on for so many years. Um, so again, if anyone has any questions, as always, please feel free to reach out. I will dive into this further and I'll go into all of my daily practices um, probably on the next episode. But thank you again for tuning in. I love you. Paul. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to follow my journey on other platforms, please follow Empowerment and Sunshine on Instagram and Facebook and find my blog and Etsy shop at empowermentandsunshine.com. If you're watching this on YouTube, see the links in the description. Sending you so much love and always remember to keep shining. Mm -hmm.